0: Today's episode of In The Trenches is brought to you by System 12 Guitar Method. Sign up today at ryanroxy.com In The Trenches with Ryan Roxy. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of In the Trenches, I am your host, Ryan Roxy. What's happening, folks? Yes, I do have radio voice today. I was told by our guest earlier when we were doing sound check. man, your voice is low. It is low today. (laughs) What is going on, folks? I am so excited for today's episode. But first, let's let everyone file into the live chat. Where do you get to the live chat? That is Ryan Roxy Official on our YouTube channel. We do thank you for listening to it on our audio broadcast, of course. Spotify has been great. We got it on video these days over at Spotify as well as um you know itunes and all your uh, podcast platforms but what we really want you on is on the youtube channel and that is ryan roxy official hit that subscribe button that vic there he is he put it right there vic shall did the animation he worked all night he worked all night all you know he's always working if, if you if you actually talk to my producer he's always working always working on the podcast we love him for it and as well as federica she helped a lot this week so There you go, guys. You ready to dive in? I'm ready to dive in the trenches. This is our first animated guest we've ever had on In the Trenches. His first single is actually released today on planet Earth. And we wanted to talk to him about how the entire evil world machine concept came to be and all these special collaborators that are part of his orbit. So are you ready? Would you please welcome from somewhere in outer space, now into the trenches. Crossbone Scully. Hello.
1: Greetings, hello and welcome all my misfits of the universe. Scully has arrived 11-18-20-22. I want to thank you for having me here today on In the Trenches with Ryan Roxy. Scully can be anything or anyone, so I will shift into human form so you and I can speak, or I am to bring light upon the darkness. My name today will be Tommy Henriksen, but tomorrow I may be Johnny Depp or you.
0: Hello, Scully. Or should I say hello Tommy Henriksen? Oh, there he is. What's happening, man? Oh, uh,
1: dude. Um, anyway. It's uh yeah. Scully uh he made he among made all, all of us. Yeah. It's a big day for Scully,
0: huge day for Crossbone Scully, because I got to be honest with you, Scully has been in our orbit for a few years now. I mean, he came into, somehow he visited you, he got in touch with you a few years ago, and uh, you've been working on this super, super hard in collaboration with Crossbone Scully. Um, It's almost like he's right over your shoulder at all times, as we see today. (laughs) What's the shirt about? Tell us about the shirt out, out right out of the gate.
1: Malcolm Young, dude, it's to honor Malcolm today. You know he passed away. Uh, fuck, how long ago was that? Already? So it's kind of a tribute to Malcolm.
0: Tribute to Malcolm, one of your one of your faves, one of your guitar heroes. Obviously, there Absolutely. there he is, and yeah. it is fitting that the uh, first single of. Crossbone Scully, Evil World Machine is released today. Although we've been hearing lots of snippets, we've been hearing little parts of it on your Instagram account, on Crossbone Scully's Instagram account, and of course, everybody that's watching right now, um, you, your duty is to uh, follow. Uh, some sort of Crossbone Scully uh, site that's out there. There's a bunch of great fan sites as well as the official Crossbone Scully site and go follow uh, Tommy Hendrickson. And if you can't find Tommy Hendrickson on Instagram, it's this vicious, vicious. Uh, <laughs> wow. Oh, brother. That's yes. a lot of math. You color coordinator. You're, you're in Roxy colors for sure, man. I, you got I the am. red head, man.
1: Yeah. Blue shirt. I shirt. blue, but, mm. um, I don't know. Where do you want to begin with this? Cause it's, it's a lot, man. It's a, it's been a long work in progress, you know? And uh, it's, and it's, 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 and it's a lot of people, you know what I mean? Like that's been involved yeah. in it. You know?
0: I think the, the best first, the best way to start off is with the name crossbone Scully. Cause I had never heard of a crossbone Scully, what it is, uh, where, where did that character's name and where did this, this, person crossbow scully come from
1: well first i just want to say scully started with joel reef you know what i mean our old lighting guy when we were on tour with uh you know because he tours he toured with alice and he toured with the vampires so what happened would be me and glenn would be doing soundtrack for the vampires we'd be always playing like acdc songs and joel one day came up to me he's like uh what are you doing man i go what do you mean he goes are you doing that for real or are you just fucking around because you were like, doing your you were doing your voice yeah i was yeah, like Dude, just just messing around and he's like he looked at me he said you're missing something man you're missing a big opportunity you should really think about that and i looked at him i was like ah, i haven't done that stuff since back in the days you know when we were playing the clubs like when we would do the clubs back then it was always like you were honing your craft they, kids can't do that anymore we were playing like three sets a night you know So we'd sing everything for me. That was
0: literally being in the trenches that, you know, playing the clubs, three sets a night, doing cover shows, cover songs. I call it the international set list. And you try to every once in a while, try to maybe mix one of your own in there. Maybe people wouldn't get it, (laughs) you know, maybe they get it. Yeah.
1: So anyway, so I took that and we had a break. And then I think we were going back on tour with Alice and I, I was home for like, I think it was like, I don't know, like two weeks, two three weeks, and I was like, you know what? Let me just write a couple songs. So I'll, I'll do some ac sound stuff. See what it sounds like, you know? Yeah. And I started playing it, and the first song I did was uh "Boom Went the Boom," and uh, which is hopefully the next single, which is my favorite song on the record. Um, nice. So I was I was messing around, and I was like, I was like, you know what? Yeah, this sounds pretty good. And I was like, and I said, you know, and I'm sitting there going, "This, I think this might be able to, I might be able to do this," you know, because it was like one of those things. It's like, you, well, you, if, you Lon want- Cheney,
0: if Lon Cheney, if Cheney is the face, uh, the you know, a thousand faces, man of a thousand faces, you're the man of a thousand voices, because I've, you know, you've, for years and years, we've you know, you know, me and you are the yeah. bookends that sort yeah. of our voices blend really well together on yeah. the stage, but you are, have a really good capability of, you know, mimicking an Alice voice if you need to, or going something really high and soft or something, you know, as a Scully, uh, you know, how Scully transcends through you and it sounds, it's the perfect blend of a rock, a really good rock voice with with melody and hooks.
1: Well, thanks. I I appreciate that. You know, so I did like a couple songs and, you know, and Bon Scott's always been one of my favorite singers, his lyrics, everything about Bon Scott. I was like, he's got balls. He's got character. It's like when I look at a singer like Bon Scott, I go, that's the guy because he's tough. He's sexy and he's rough. And you know, you know, and the lyrics, man, they like, they speak to me, you know? So anyway, so I, I wrote a couple things and uh, it was funny because then I sent it to uh, Tommy Denanda, who we've done a lot of stuff with, with Alice okay. and all these other things that we've done together. And I didn't have time to really play guitars on it because we were getting ready to go back and forth. So I called Denanda I was like, dude, you want to play guitar on this stuff? And he's like, yeah. So I sent him like a couple songs and he calls me back. He goes, he goes, who the fuck is this? I, I, sorry, I won't anymore. I <laughs> you said, can curse uh,
0: all you want. You you know what? T this is the podcast, and I always put uh, that it has explicit language, knowing in yeah. advance that you'd be on the show, and you can't help yourself. Go ahead, drop but, some f bombs. But,
1: but what, it was really cool because I I, I sent it to Denand, and his reaction was like, "What is this?" I go, "It's me." He's like, "No, it's it can't be." I go, "Yeah." I go, he goes, "Really?" I was like, yeah. So I said, just put some guitars to it. So he put a bunch of guitars to it. And then he said to me, Hey, you know, if I got time, can I write a couple of riffs? I was like, yeah, dude, of course. So that's how it started working. then we were just fooling around, you know? And then I did a bunch of stuff for solo Dallas Phil. Uh, Cause this is on like COVID too, man. This I remember like- you were doing
0: some ACDC covers, right? You were
1: doing, like, dude. Phil helped me out. You know, it's like, we need money, you know. <laughs> so, I've <laughs> told you, like, God, I've you told- do what
0: you got to do. I love the fact that, that we've always been survivors in that sense. It's like you do what you got to do, which I got to talk to you about a gig after the podcast is done. Yeah. I hope Scully approves, but that, we'll talk about it
1: after. Yeah, so, 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 so that happened, and uh, and we started working all this stuff. And then Tommy and myself, we wrote, I don't know, we got like 30 songs that we did, like, and like, because we work. At a pace, seriously, that it's like one of six people wouldn't they honestly, they wouldn't believe how it's not fast. It's just like it's just we know, you know what I mean, what we want. And he's such an amazing guitar player. Like, you know, like all I got to do is say, dude, play something like David Gilmore. Do Jeff Beck over here. Give me Chuck Berry. You know what I mean? Like this guy could do anything. So anyway, so I do that and we do all these songs and um, I'm in L.A. This is like 2019. I'm mixing because I was like, you know what? Let's just put this out. I'm thinking about putting it out on Bellyache Records again. You know what I mean? I'm like, we'll put it We all love
0: it. is probably watching right now. Shout out to Belachi Records, everybody.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> then I'm sitting there and, you know, I'm at JD's place, Johnny's place, and, you know, his studio downstairs. Mine's upstairs. And, uh, and downstairs, you really can't hear when people walk in because I got it like so loud. And I'm sitting there cranking the shit out of this thing. In case people don't
0: know, yeah, the Johnny we are talking about is Johnny Depp. And you have all your studio equipment at one of his houses that was, you know, while the trial was going on, I'm sure that house was mentioned a few times uh, during the whole entire thing. And probably a few of the events that happened, uh, We're we're at around that area. I mean, I'm glad to see that all your recording equipment made it out safe without anything, you know, no defecation on it or anything like that. Your, your, everything was good with your,
1: yeah, no, <laughs> your um,
0: studio equipment, right?
1: But dude, <laughs> uh, it was just, uh, you know, so I was just working on stuff. Cause I was like, ah, let me just mix it. We'll put it, put it out there and we'll do it, you know, just see what happens. And all I remember is I was playing, I was doing Bone Machine, this song called I'm a Bone Machine. And um, I just I just feel this tap on my shoulder, and I'm like, ah, oh, fuck! And I'm like, uh, <laughs> it's Ross Halfen and he's like, Tommy, I can't do Ross's act, but I'll try. He's sure like, you he's can. Like,
0: sure you can. What is
1: this jite? And I look at him, I go, why? And he said something like, uh, he goes, cause uh, I think it's quite good.' And I I went, wow. really. What's, a, Ross hates what's everything, you know. Yeah, I was going to say, that, "What Ross. is this
0: shite?" is probably the biggest compliment that Ross Halpin's ever given
1: anyone. But <laughs> What is this shite? But I do respect his musical opinion and everything because he's pretty, he's pretty on point about a lot of stuff. I give him that, man. You know what I mean? Right. And I turned around, I said, "Well, you're probably going to hate it even more." He goes, "Why?" I go, "Cause it's me, Ross." And he's like, "No, it's not. You can't <laughs> sing like that." And I was like, "Uh, yeah, I can." So then, um.
0: You do a good, really cool. you do a good Ross Halfland. So, so, so the name is coming. I'm sure it is. At p- one point, who gave that name to you? Or I, where I, did it come to you happens. from?
1: I, I just got, I, and I'll make it a little quicker. Um, so what happened was, Ross says, uh, you know, um, I want to play it for a friend of mine uh, at, at some record company. I want to bring him up here. So I was like, okay, no problem, Ross. I was like, but I'm not looking, you know, I'm just want to put the thing out. Ross is like, no, tell me. That. So it was cool. Ross brought this dude up this guy, and um, this guy looked at me, he's like, I want to sign this. And I just thought I was laughing. I was like, <laughs> of course you do, <laughs> you know? If I was 25, I'd be like, really? Yeah. So when he says, I want to sign I was like, okay, cool. I was like, I'll tell you what, when I finish this, uh, I'll, I'll send it to you. He's like, all right, no problem. So I go back to Switzerland. This is like 2019, late January, early February. I call up the Nanda and I go, you know what, man? because Tommy's been telling me for the past, I don't know, 10 years that, you know, my buddy's Mutt Lang, you know, all I was like, okay. You little know, story
0: on my, hold on. Really, I, I, I just want our audience to catch up, follow along with us, because a lot of people will say these names like everybody knows them, because we all know them. Right. We, we read the liner notes of all our favorite albums. and I'm sure our uh, audience has too, but just to catch a little backstory, Mutt Lang, producer of pretty much all the amazing ACDC records, all the amazing Def Leppard records, and, of course, all the amazing Shania Twain records.
1: Brian Adams, too, dude. Well, no, he's
0: produced everyone, but I had to put Shania Twain yeah. in there. Just so Vic could go find the internet and find a picture of Shania Twain real quick, which he's probably trying to do. So, Mutt Lang somehow gets in the mix on this, you know, because he's friends with Tommy, and then you got yeah. this thing. Now it's rolling. Things are rolling. It
1: wasn't rolling at all. It was like one of those things talk. where it was just like, I said to Denander, I go, why don't you play this for your buddy, Mutt? Because I'm thinking, you know, I'm thinking was full of shit. Yeah. <laughs> so he goes, oh, no, no, no. You know, something like, like, you know, Mutt, he's saving rain for us and he's retired. He doesn't do this anymore. I was like, what do we got to lose, dude? He's like, okay. So he sent it to Mutt. And this is February now, 21st. I get a phone call. I, I got a little document. I wrote a lot of stuff down because I wanted to really I, it was something, one of those moments in my life. I was like this is a very important moment in our life right now. And I remember Dananda called me up on my birthday. I was skiing with Mr. Finn. Now I don't ski but I get this phone call like dude, happy birthday, motherfucker. Something like happy birthday, fucker and it hangs up. I'm like What's next, that? Next, next call rings. I see this Swiss number. I'm like I don't know anybody in Switzerland. <laughs> <laughs> so, right, You've
0: only lived there for now like 10 years. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. I know.
1: <laughs> so I see this number and this guy goes, Tommy Henriksen. I go, who is this? He goes, uh, Mott line I got your number from uh, Tommy Denanda And I went, what? I go, come on, come on, dude, don't be fucking punking me right now. You know what I mean? I was like, because I said, you're my favorite producer. I know Dananda put you up to this. I was like, you sure this off. isn't Ross Alfin? <laughs> you know, so he goes, no, he goes, uh, Tommy sent me the, the music. And I went, what? I said, do you actually know him? And he was like, he's laughed a little. He's like, yeah, I do. I was like, um, can you hang on a second? I remember putting the phone down and going, no man, this can't be real. You know, honestly, I almost started crying my eyes out. Cause I was like, Oh my God. I was just like, Holy shit. Mm. So I get choked up from that. So then, um, I get back on the phone, and I go, uh, "I go, w- w- what's happening?" He goes, uh, "Listen, I, I got the song, and uh, I want to play around with it. I think you got something here, mate." And I was like, "Really?" <laughs> I was like, "Are you sure?" He goes, "No." He's like, "You're saying some stuff here. You're saying some stuff here." He's like, "He's like, send me a track. I'll fool around with it. I'll send it back to you." And I was like, uh, "I got no money." <laughs> at least you were up front
0: with him right out of the really?
1: gate like, I said I got no money and he's like uh tell me I don't need any money he goes let me just play around with it so I was like okay I hung up the phone I called Fernando back I go dude he goes much loving this stuff and I was like I, I, I don't know what to do I should, today still I still feel the same way where I go it's still unbelievable to me you know
0: Norman, so yeah. it's a, great, I it's a tell-
1: great story, man. I, I, I the thing is
0: I, I can completely understand why he would like it. It fits, it ticks so many boxes of what Mutt Lang's about. Huge choruses, uh big hooks, big guitar riffs, and then you know, your your sort of approach to putting on vocals is a lot like or similar to Mutt's. Because you like, and you actually learned how to produce a lot of your background vocals from those Mutt Lang yeah. uh,
1: albums, right? Yeah, I've learned so much. So, the whole thing with Mutt was there was one point where I said to him on the phone, I said, uh, Mutt, you know, I'm not a young guy. You know, I'm an old guy. <laughs> and he says, uh, he said something to the fact like uh, a, young, a young person hasn't lived your life or something. Some, I don't want to misquote him, but he said something that was like, wow, you know, because I had to tell him, I was like, I'm not some young kid, dude that's like what? 25 years old, you know? It's
0: willing to, to sign the first record contract that comes their way. I so, got you.
1: So it was like one of those things where I was like, wow, man, this guy actually... So week week or two go by, I forgot how long it was, um, and I see this email. It says, the boom went to boom, and it's from Mutt, and I, and I look at it and I go, oh, man, I don't want to listen to it. I walk in the room and I, say, I said, Sandra, I go, listen... I need to sit in this I need to sit with this for about an hour. She's like, what is it? I go, I, I can't even explain to you because she doesn't know mutt language and that stuff. You're so explaining I, it now. I love it. So, so I went into the room. and Probably this room, room that you're in right now. Exactly. Right here. I went in the room. I put on my headphones. I peps play. And all of a sudden, I heard the intro. I went, oh, my God. And I saw crying like a fucking baby, dude, because I was like, this is what it's supposed to sound like, man. You know, and um, I was sitting there going, holy shit. And I was, I remember I listened to it for about 45 minutes. And I called Dananda and I go, dude, and Dananda's like, and Mutt, we trust. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, so I call him back. And I go, Mutt, uh, anyway, I don't know what to say, but can I just fanboy out for a second? <laughs> and he's like, last has Please uh, proceed. And i go like this i go uh, you, you know every time every i've always tried to make records that always sound like you as i try and sing backgrounds like you he says yeah i know i notice you know what i mean and and all these things and uh i said i just want to tell you that this is like it's an unbelievable opportunity for me to even have you listen to music you know that I'm much part of. Less, much less being a huge part of it yeah dude so and i said i said i can't thank you enough he's like listen he's like he's like so do you like the track I was like, like it. I go, dude, this is why he's the best producer who's ever lived. I go, this sounds fucking incredible. He says, so you want to carry on? And I'm like, what? I was yeah. like, what do you mean? He goes, send me everything you got. And we already had like 17 songs. I was like, and that was it. And then we were off to the races, dude. And then, uh-
0: You're like Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. Willy Wonka just gave
1: you a golden ticket with that one.
0: Him, of course, Mutt being Willy Wonka.
1: And, I mean, there's so much it, but I'll, I'll I'll leave more of that to out. But Anyway, Again,
0: so- I'm trying to get I'm trying to get to the point of where I know you, this album becomes more than just an album, becomes okay. a concept and becomes an alien. Thank, and,
1: you. Thank you very go. much. Keeping so- you on
0: point, T. Just can to keep you Thank on point. You.
1: So when we started doing the record stuff like that, I'd be, I'd be throwing ideas around with Denando because we're all like we like UFOs and space and all that kind of. Stuff, and uh, and I was like, man, it'd be really cool, if, you know, because I wanted to write stuff about stuff that I know about, you know what I mean? And Crossbones Scully—the way the, the name came up—I was googling stuff like protest songs and songs about poverty and all these things because it's like that's my life, you know. And there was a song by Aunt Molly Jackson called Crossbones Scully, and I was like, huh, that might be a good name for a band. So I put it down. I just wrote it down. But I was like, Crossbone Scully. And then I, and I had another one called, uh, it was an, uh, I forgot the I had like three names. And, uh, and I said, to Danander, I go, what do you think? He's like, oh, Crossbone Scully, that's the one. I was like, all right, cool. So then we started talking. And then uh, Danander again, he said to me, he goes, we should get Mark Wilkinson to do the artwork. And I was like, how are we going to get him?
0: Mark, okay, now here we go. Mark Wilkinson, we got to have a little bit of a backstory on this because I was going to bring up Mark Wilkinson uh, because he actually did collaborate a lot and we'll do it in a little bit of a later segment that we have named that voice. But uh, Mark Wilkinson, he was the one that great art director, but he's worked with so many. Uh, huge, huge bands Judas Priest, the biggest one Probably being the iconic Iron Maiden Is he the, is he the sort of artist behind Eddie? Is that Mark?
1: Uh, or, Not the original guy, but Mark's been with them For a long, long time And um, he So, and Mark is another guy Who retired and uh, he was out With Denander contacted him And we uh, <laughs> sent him a couple songs And right away, Mark Wilkinson was like how the f- another English guy, how the fuck did you guys get my line? <laughs> I was like, uh, what do you mean? Because we weren't going to tell anyone, you know, right? And, um, and I still, I still feel weird because much very private, you know what I mean? And I don't, I like talking about a lot of stuff like that because it's like, you know, oh, well, you
0: know what? We'll keep it under the radar in the yeah. trenches for those of you that are watching right now, yeah. keep it in the trenches. Cause this is a, a very special episode where Tommy is actually divulging a lot of secrets that he would normally not divulge outside of the dressing no. room. Although I have heard the, all these stories in the dressing room and I'm sure there's some people in the chat right now that have known the dressing room. They probably know those other two names that were going to be besides crossbone Scully. I'd love to hear in the chat. If you got some comments of which were the other two names, because Tommy can't remember them at this this point but uh, maybe at one point we will so i and
1: probably knows and Tom, tommy knows him. Uh, i forgot um right. but um that so uh so what so we contact mark mark's like going i'm in what do you want so i was like i want to do like an alien dude i want to do an alien like a pirate you know what i mean that has like characteristics of kind of things that I wear and things that I do and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And, uh, I wanted a pirate like a swashbuckling pirate who's coming back to like a Robin hood to save, you know, people who are worth saving and, uh, and fighting corruption and all of this stuff. I wanted a record, dude. That's like something to say. I don't, I want to say something. It's like, all I do is I hear music. I go, what are you guys saying? It's, right, like, it's like right. it's like it's so stupid. I hate to say it, but it's just like I sit back, I go, I can't put music out like that. I gotta, you know, it's like
0: you wanted, you, you wanted not- to have a point. You wanted to have people think about it, but you also didn't want people just to think about the artist singing it because that's why you made a character. And there's a character with a bunch of supporting characters to it.
1: And then the thing was when Mark brought Scully to life, I was like, oh my god, there it is. Now I know where we're going with this thing. That when Mark did that. When we saw that drawing, I went like this. I looked at Scully. I went, man, you're about to come to life. And I never forgot it. And I was like sitting there going, oh, my God, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? This is great. Now I know what we're doing here. Now we got Crossbone Scully. We'll figure out a story and we'll do this thing because then we got this over here and we could use this. And, dude, it's it's been a lot of, like, going back and forth with so many people that I've, like, talked about this with where, where ideas, with where stories and everything with the story started it's turned all the way around but the different
0: um, the, the the difference is is you've been able to talk about it but turn it also into a reality and now that reality is that that single is out today and you have a host of collaborators that have helped with all the characters that have been developing so okay crossbone scully gets developed first who was the next character in the story that came about? And, you know, maybe we can go through a little bit of this list of characters.
1: Well, the next character that came about, I was taught, I've talked to Coop about it all the time. Like, cause Alice is so good about this stuff. I said to Coop, I said, I got to pick your brain on some stuff. I got this story here we're working on. I was like, take a look at it. And he looks at me, he goes, ah. I played it for my buddy, Lewis. Play, you know, like my buddy Lewis is great, like really writer joel i mean i was throwing this around everyone and but coop was the one he said coop and lewis were like it's got to be a love story dude he's like every big blockbuster movie is about a love story and i was like oh god damn it you know because i was like <laughs> it I, I it is true. it's true man it's either saving the world or a love story
0: and you've got both if you think so, about it
1: and the whole thing it's like it's the lyrics are kind of like my life you know what i mean it's like it's about, I, I feel the record is about survival. You know, it's like, I was work. Uh, would, I did this thing with uh, the guy who was writing up the bio, this guy Roy, and he said to me, he's like, you know, Tommy, uh, you know, you've been second banana your whole career. And I looked at him, I was like, yeah? And he's like, this New York guy, he was really funny. He goes like, you know, but, uh, you know, I mean, you're doing this record. He's like, it's amazing. He's like, but, uh, you know, it's just like despite people? I looked at him, I said, Roy, he's, he said something like that. I was like, uh, Roy, no, no, no. I was like, this record, dude, it's about survival, man. I go, it's about everything that we've all been through. You know what I mean? Like not only myself, but all of us, you know, yes. like all myself. of us have been through like struggles, hardships, mental health, depression, you know, where's the next paycheck coming from? All these things, dude. You know, like I, like I sit back and I go, you know, I got to write all this down. Because it's like this, you know, and the thing about the record is it's not about politics. It's not about religion. It's not about sex. It's about everything, you know, and uh, everything that I like. And um, and some of the stuff, you know, it's, it's going to, you know, definitely uh, have people saying something. I don't know what, but I'd rather have people talking about it instead of being some like like paul stanley said if you like kiss that's great if you love kiss that's okay but if you're in the middle get out
0: you know (laughs) i can't believe that uh well paul is not one of well we don't know if paul's one of the collaborators in on this but but alice was the one that gave you that thing it's got to be a love story so which was the next character that that evolved
1: that came up i was like oh my god it's a love story so we had we were thinking first character we had with Scully was all right the Big Bad Bone Crusher. We wrote a song called Big Bad Bone Crusher, me and Dan. And uh and then I was like, oh that's cool. And then I was like fooling around with like names and characters and stuff like that. And we'd be throwing them back and forth. And then um I said to Coop one day, every morning. I, I like whenever I'd see him at breakfast because you know sometimes I'd go to breakfast you guys are golfing, but I'd pick his brain. I'd be like Coop, what do you think of this? And he's like, nah, there's gotta be a source to Scully's Reasoning why Scully is like coming back to Earth. He yeah. goes, What is the source? And I'm looking, I'm going, I don't know. One night before we're going on stage, I'll never forget it, the Frankenstein intro, well, you know, the intro to the show's being played. And he walks over, he looks at me, and he goes, I got it. i look looking at him, I didn't know what he's talking about because this was like a week ago. He goes, The sorcerer. And I went, What? He goes, The source to Scully's evil is the sorcerer. And I went, Feed my. I was like, get out of here! I run up on stage, you know. And I look at him. I was like, we got on stage. That's like,
0: my cool. I, go, I never even heard feed? that story. I've never heard that. That's cool.
1: So then the sorcerer, and all of a sudden, I was like, okay, now we got Scully's going to be battling against the sorcerer. And I'm like thinking, all right, it's a sorcerer. It's got to be like like music. It's a frequency. Then we had the song we did, like uh, I think it's called War Drums, which will be coming because we we have so many songs, dude. We have like. Realistic. Tell people, you know, tell people to enjoy this record, but don't
0: worry. Enjoy this record, but don't you worry? Because I, I, I've, I've hung out on many a. A FaceTime call with you where where I've gotten to hear a lot of Cool material that you people out there Have not heard just yet Uh, You will someday, but right now Evil War Machine, released Today, released today Um, Gotta go check it out We're gonna really quickly uh, For those of you that are in the chat right now That can't wait, but obviously You're gonna wait until after this podcast um, To go check out Crossbone Scully's newest single, it's on all the uh, Streaming platforms right now now, but the best way to find out all your information and get a sneak peek, folks, after this podcast, check out CrossboneScully.com. Is that where that Vic Is Is that the actual uh, thing? If you can put up the um, little site there for those of you that there it is, CrossboneScully.com. And of course, get Crossbone Scully on all your major social media platforms right there. Man, you're even on TikTok. Well, of course, yeah, Scully's well, on TikTok. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> course going. He's so hip. He's on top of things.
1: No, but I, I, I'll get to uh, Let me just do this real quick. So, when we made the records and stuff like that, like we'd go back and forth and stuff. So, anyway, so Dananda played the guitar. Uh, Ole Romo, who's Mutt's engineer, is an amazing mixer. He mixed all of his songs, the whole records. And uh, Mike Plotnikoff, uh, he's the one who actually got the deal with Better Noise. Like, I That's called awesome. him up. When I was like, hey Mike, can you play this for Kovac? And Kovac, I gotta tell you, man, he signed it. Called me up that day. He's like, I want to sign it. And um, it's
0: Alan Kovac, that's it. And uh, I know that somehow he manages Motley Crew as well. And so like I know we're we're giving a lot and just throwing a lot of names out there, but if you guys want to do the backstory <laughs> and go the go do the Wikipedia search on all these, we're talking to Alan Kovac, a manager for many years of Motley Crue. Now, uh, is your label Head head of your label,
1: yeah. He owns the label, but and then dude, I had Glenn Sobel play drums on everything, you know what I mean? Like we give credit songs.
0: with credits to you. Always, you're always out there, and I got, I know you got your notes, so you got yeah. Glenn playing drums as well. Tommy on the guitars, you're you're doing all the vocals. Uh, you talked about um uh, uh, engineer. I heard or... all the
1: vocals from Mutt and uh the backgrounds and stuff, which was an amazing dream for me, like singing that, but Jamie Holbrack genius keyboard player played all the keyboards you know and chris wise played bass on a couple tracks too which is cool i played bass on all the other stuff because i wanted to play bass again you know so i was like i want to play bass again man i love it so it's cool but um anyway so what happened was so a lot of people
0: don't know that that, that you started on bass that was your thing And the first time you ever really played guitar professionally on stage is alice
1: cooper right yeah, because Alice uh, said to me, can you play guitar? And I was like, yeah, I can play guitar. Oh. I just went on YouTube. I started looking at Ace Frehley and Angus Young. I was like, all right, let me try some of those things. And uh, <laughs> isn't it funny that we you,
0: you, you've done that and we've actually, you know, Ace Frehley, Angus Young. That's basically all the music that we have, you know, when we're getting ready for a show anyway. We play those yeah. same songs still to this day. Yeah. And here you are. I love it. So- Go ahead.
1: So then the so anyway, so what happened was so we make this record with those guys, and do all this stuff, and um so I was doing the, um so we have the characters, we're building all the characters, I'd be going back and forth. So uh I say to um uh making this record is Helling's record during the um COVID thing. You know what I mean? I fly to El Paso and I'm working with uh Rich Fortis, you know what I mean? And Richard's like amazing, another amazing guitar player.
0: Plays in the band Guns and Roses. Just yeah. again, a little backstory. Okay. So
1: I, I say to Richard, he goes, Hey, what are you playing? What are you working on? I said, I'll, I'll play something, man. Check this out. So uh, I play him a couple songs, and Forrest looks at me. He goes, Dude, this is really, really good. He's like, You got a manager for this? I was like, No. He's like, You need to call my buddy Scott. And I was like, Okay. So I called Scott. I sent him the music, and uh, as soon as Scott got on board, everything just changed because it was like now I had someone who really believed in the music, didn't care. I was, just, you know, a guy in his 50s and uh, like really loved the music. And and then we sat down, tried to figure out a whole other plan. And then I was like, I want to make this animated movie. So I'm looking online and I see this. Uh, hey, beautiful jerk. They did this thing uh, for Ozzy and Lemmy this 30th year anniversary of Hellraiser and I see this just I'm just stumbling across like YouTube and I was like oh this looks cool I was like so I look at I see "Hey, beautiful jerk I said oh these are the guys who made that I was like okay cool so I was like send this guy an email and I write him an email something like hey jerk uh you jerks do passion projects because this jerk I got a record (laughs) that I really need something and I would hope that you guys would work for free, or something like that, because this jerk's got jerk. no money. <laughs> so
0: I don't want to jerk you around, but go ahead.
1: So I sent him this email, thinking, all right, you know, it's funny, you know, maybe he might, maybe he might answer me, and he did. And this guy wrote me back, and he's like, uh, "Well, what do you got, in mind? He's like, "Let me send you the music." I send the music, and right away he's like, "I love it." He's like, "Let me sit on it." So this guy Mark and his and his wife G, they sat on it for a couple months and months. And then finally, I was like, can you guys do this? And he's like, "Uh, and they do so much stuff, like amazing work. And he's like, "Uh, Tommy, unfortunately, we're not going to be able to get to it. And to do a passion project, we need money. And he's like, and (laughs) you got the kind of money we need. And I was like, all right. So... I said, don't you got any, like, whiz kids over there, man? Like, yeah, maybe
0: that guy that's that sort of uh, the the water boy is probably a whiz on the computer. You know what I'm saying? Or the, or the guy in the mail room or whatever. It's like You got to get that, like, you know, the young gun. You got some somebody. young gun. You've got to have somebody work
1: on your shit, too, right? Right. So uh, he's like, yeah, I'll call you back. So he calls me a couple days later. He says, yeah, I got a couple guys. He said, try this kid. So I FaceTime with this kid, Riley. And uh I just look at the kid and I go, he's the guy. I said, now how do I get this kid to do this? Because Mark said he did a lot of the stuff. So I said, hey, man, I go, uh I, I got this stuff that I'm working on. I want to make a movie. And he's like, you know how long that stuff takes? I was like, no, I know nothing about animation. <laughs> <laughs> and boy, I don't.
0: You right. When did, it become, it. when did it become right during that time? Were you done with the record before you said, okay, I, I, this needs to sort of be an animated project at this point? Or did it happen somewhere in there in between?
1: Because well, originally we didn't want to say who it was because Johnny looked at me when I played him the record one night. Johnny Depp. Yeah. And he, he looked at me and he's like, brother, you can't be you on this. People are going to judge you out of the gate, man. He goes, you, you got to be Banksy on that kid and ghost. This is your Marlon Brando moment. And you can't have people judge you. And I looked at him and I was like, holy shit, he's right. So we were kind of keeping it under the wraps because it's like, you know how people are, man. As soon as they, ah, tiny hammers, blah, blah, blah. Ah, I hate that guy, you know. And I didn't do anything to anyone to hate me, you know. It's like, I didn't even know half the people. Like, they'll write something. It's like, oh, he looks like Ben Stiller or something else or – He's got great teeth for a hockey player. You know, I mean, shit like you that. You do have great
0: teeth, actually. But, you know, you um, paid for them. You could pay. have
1: you could have. These <laughs> I, I could. It just <laughs> comes out of price. That's another story. A yeah. capital wreck is 1998.
0: <laughs> uh, what did you do? I, go, I got these teeth, a really nice car, and a house. <laughs>
1: and I had to give the teeth back. That was the other funny story. You had to sell the house. But hold I had on. to do that, too, when I got divorced.
0: But Um, hold on, let's 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 stay on point. There's so many things, man. When it became uh, so 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 Johnny sort of gave you a little bit of inspiration to make it sort of not you a character, and sort of you know that's where Crossbones Gully comes into the fold. You start getting all these characters around, you know, you 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 get these great people behind you to make the record, but then you get a lot of great people around you in your orbit, uh to be a part of the animated version. And you're saying, was it Riley that was the one that, that's the uh, chief? Who's who's the chief guy that helped out mostly with all these animation things? Riley did it all. Riley
1: it. did it all. But okay. I started working with Melanie too. Mel, like me and Melanie have been working on like characters and like renderings for like, I don't know, four years now. She's got so many of them and we'll get to that stuff too. But, um, but with, with Scott, you know, like I told Scott what I wanted to do and he was like, that's a great idea. I was like, I want to do a comic book, too, because Mutt said one thing. He's like, tell me, I don't know how much my name is worth anymore. He's like, you're going to need a lot more to, <laughs> to make that happen. You know, and I, I, I was like,
0: really? No, no you don't. I, I mean, well, amongst us, amongst Something anybody like that, from, so- our, from our generation, Mutt yeah. Lang is, is gold. But, yeah, I get it.
1: For, me, need- I, for, for me, we already won. You know what I mean? we got to work with the best guys ever lived. And plus, I mean, dude, seriously, it's like, uh, it's like, I don't know, I, I can't thank that all, you know, so, so we get that going. And um, uh, what was the question? So, the so
0: Scott, Scott, your manager was yeah. the one that actually so said, let's, let's, let comic book. The comic so book. Scott yeah. was
1: like, oh, this is a great idea. I was like, I got my buddy, John Goldwater at Archie Comics. I've been talking to him for like two years now about doing this. Dude, I was talking to Goldwater for like, you know how I mean, dude, like two
0: since since we started playing together with Alice Cooper, we've been man. talking about him and the Archies and how he owns yeah. the Archies. And it's a comic. So, so the comic book, uh, idea concept wasn't that foreign, but to put it, w- to bridge it with Scully and the music and the right. way that Riley has done it so far, and you've gotten all these great collaborator uh, collaborators to to work on it, yeah. is is really exciting. And that's what kind of brings us to where we are right now, because the biggest thing we're here to promote today is not just the story of Scully, folks, Crossbone Scully and the uh, single Evil World Machine being out. It's that uh, Scully's going to be making a live appearance and um he's going to be making a live appearance along with tommy over at the fan expo in san francisco so it has become a comic book and um i I mean you got to be excited to be promoting it through that as well right
1: yeah that was that was another one of those things because gold war i kept on waiting waiting and chuck put out his comic book be so Blanc. i was like dude that looks amazing yeah and i was like who did that and chuck hooked me up with these guys at source point press, you know? And, uh, and I talked to those guys, I sent it out. And then all of a sudden it was like, let's get this going. Then Scott went to comic con and Scott said, I think I know how to do this. And all of a sudden we're like, all right, let's do the comic book and the movie with the kid. And then let's get the label where we can do it all together. So we have some kind of story as opposed to just putting out like a video of us playing music or something. I was like, let's do something that's like in the vein of like the gorillas, like Riley's doing, you know yeah. what I mean? Something like that and keep a kind of, you know, anonymously, you know, cause I didn't want, I, I still, you know but the label was more like, you gotta, you, you gotta do this. And it was like one of those things. Okay, let's, let's do it this way. And the plan changed again. So that's well, why. It kind yeah. of made sense though, because the way that
0: Mark Wilkinson designed Scully to begin with, is very comic book-esque you could you could see it as a very kind of horror um sci-fi type of comic and when we started talking about this like what kind of interesting things would happen with uh your music and becoming a comic book and becoming an animated film i started to do a little bit of research on how many other rock stars and comic books Uh. uh, have been happening and that brings us to and a huge hot topic, Tommy. It's a hot topic. Let's see if Vic gets the segue there. He does. Yeah. Oh, oh, and that's, we should have a sound effect for hot topics. I really think we should, but it's basically when we'll take something that's actually in the national news or in the, uh, sort of the, the topical zeitgeist of what's happening. And that's karang.com, uh, dot com, uh Put out this story about how many other rock stars had uh, comics. And it was, I was pretty surprised that, you know, like you mentioned, Chuck Garrick and Bisto Blanco had a great comic book out earlier this yep. year. There you go. There's their comic book. But I also great. found out that uh, Gerard Way from My Chemical Romance, Rob's, there he is. There's Gerard. And uh, Rob Zombie. Uh, has his own comic book out as well and uh and all these people that have been in our our orbit over the years there's an alice cooper comic book right there um tom morello Corey taylor and even glenn danzig who we just ended up playing a show with just a couple weeks ago with the misfits that was good have you recovered from that by the way that was uh,
1: my voice is just coming back now ryan
0: Oh, man, that was that was a scary moment, folks, because we got to uh, I think it was Dallas, Texas. And by the time we did Tulsa and Dallas, Tommy had no voice left. I'm like, what the hell? I mean, he's 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 because we we need you. We need you. Well, you you know what we in the end of the day, we have to thank. Uh, Crossbone Scully because it was all for the Crossbone Scully uh, project that you had to stay up for I think was 72 hours and then, but, but you ended up getting a good uh, you get a good performance and again that's uh, you know a little bit later where we talk about uh, voices and whose voice yeah. is that um, but yeah the, the main thing is there have been a lot of rock stars with comic books what is Scully's take on other rock stars having done that in the comic book world
1: I think it's amazing. You know what I mean? I think there's room for everyone. That's why I look at it. You know, it's like everything's been done before. We just got to figure out how we're going to do it our way. And, um, you know, but that movie to me is, is the biggest thing. When you see what Riley's done, it's it's really, really cool. It's got a cool vibe to it. It's kind of like one. So what happened was the characters. That's the thing. Can people go
0: check out a real sneak peek of it over at Crossbones? Yes, they, can. Right?
1: they can go on uh and
0: Go on yep. the link. It's right there on the website right there now. Yep. Not now, actually, folks, because I want you to stay stick around and watch the rest of the podcast. Of course, we're going to have to take a quick, quick little break. And, of course, we're going longer than I would ever thought for a I, first segment. I
1: thought we could... I thought we could streamline it, but dude, this is so still and still so many. There's though. gonna have
0: to be another another so we'll, catch up we'll at one, one point. But so let's do this first. Let's take this really quick break. We'll do it about system twelve because I know that there's some guitar players out there. Again, Tommy uh started out playing bass, but now he plays guitar for Alice Cooper. Of course he does. I don't know if he used the system twelve or not. Maybe he did, maybe he I didn't. Mean,
1: 12 every
0: night What you what are you talking about <laughs> well here's a little bit of a break with it we'll be back with uh, on the back half of in the trenches and a little bit of system 12 guitar method love it hello ryan roxy here from the alice cooper band and i'd like to talk a little bit about one of my favorite things playing guitar Here at the RGA headquarters, which stands for Roxy Guitar Army, by the way, we've put together a guitar learning system that will get you playing and understanding the guitar faster than any other teaching program out there. We call it the System 12 Guitar Method, and it's designed to make the most out of your time, your effort, and your passion for learning guitar. By combining new school technology, old school mentoring, and the number 12, we have invented a new way to teach guitar. Over the past year, we have helped so many people who wanted to start or continue their guitar journey do exactly that. Now, we'd like to help you. There's never been a better time to start learning guitar than right now. If you think it's too hard, the System 12 makes it easy. If you think it'll take too much time, the System 12 will have you playing in 12 weeks. And if you think it's too expensive, the entire System 12 costs less than what one private guitar lesson would cost you at your local music store. Check out the official site or the links below in the description of this video to join the RGA and get started on your guitar journey with the System 12 Guitar Method. Now let's get back into the trenches for some more rock and roll. Enjoy the show, enjoy the ride. Mwah! That's it. And we are back with the Crossbone Scully who has embodied the, uh, the body of Tommy Hendrickson uh, today. But again, like he said, uh, Crossbone Scully said in the intro, uh, tomorrow he could be Johnny Depp or he could be you. Um, I know we've both been Johnny Depp at one point. <laughs> <laughs> or at least you know, you've been Alice, you've been Johnny Depp, you've been I'll, I'll uh, be
1: anything, dude. Just call <laughs> me. Um,
0: but you, you know what? Crossbone Scully's in you right now. And um, the thing that you're people are going to be able to see you live is at this um, Comic Con, or is it? Was it was it Fan Expo. Fan Expo. Yeah. yeah. It's in San Francisco. It's coming up on the 26th of November. That means you got to get on a plane. From uh, Switzerland again, and go back to the states. How many times you've been to the states this year, brother? We've been there
1: back and am, forth. I'm so jet lagged. I'm still <laughs> jet lagged, but uh, <laughs> you know, it's like one of those things. I, at least I got a direct flight, but it's pretty, probably like 14 hours or 13, whatever it is. But, all for um, the greater
0: good. All cross you, know? you did it all. And I'll be flying course. on uh,
1: Thanksgiving, so you know it'll be Thanksgiving. I'll do that, but it, it's it's cool, you know. But so. The, the movie, right? You want to yeah. talk about that with the characters? How, what do you want to do first? So we
0: can- What I want to do is name that voice because people like are going to check out this voice. Okay. Uh, and, and Vic, do you have some animation for name that voice? I heard you put out something. I oh, like he's shaking it. his head. No, he's shaking his head. I thought we'd have this huge bells and whistles animation. He said he was working all night. He's always working. What's he doing? Uh, I think you're going to love the section anyway, folks. This is name that Voice, 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 voice. Steve. Our, own, our own sound effects. How about like that? Um, so you have a lot of characters and a lot of people in your orbit uh, and outside your orbit have helped out with this project so far. You've given me a lot of, a lot of praise and thanks where, where it's due. And um, But we kind of want to know where some of these voices, who they are we have the characters you've been posting up a bunch of um uh sort of little clips on your instagram and you guys can go check it out at, at Crossbo- crossbone scully um to on the on the instagram to check it out these little clips but the first one i have is the character ba- big bad bone crusher now big bad bone crusher now he was he was the one of the first characters yeah. Yep. that came up right and yep. um is there is there a way we can listen to the voice at first vic if you're ready to and, and you can put us on the side is if that's possible let's do that this is our first name match let's blow this pop stand sky high it'll be wicked up. <laughs> i think i already know who it is just by the fact that, that the guy said pop stand but here are the choices folks if you think you know who that voice was of the big bad bone crusher was it either which one of these three was it sylvester stallone joe perry or glenn sobel which one folks put it in the comments you can go and i guess uh, we should have a drum roll there it is po jerry joe okay it's pretty obvious it was joe perry how about that there you go. See, I wanted Vic to use his animation. Let's go back to the yep. both of What do you think about that? Was that great production or what?
1: That was great, dude. That was, should,
0: we do, should we do another? Yeah, I, keep on going, yeah. All right. That so, so, so that was Big Bad Bone Crusher. The next, uh, probably one of the main characters uh, seems to be the bringer of light. And he, um, what, what does the bringer of light do? What character does that do? Don't tell who, to us who it is, but what, he, what does he do?
1: The whole idea of the bringer of light, is he's bringing light to the darkness. You know, he's, he's like this, uh, this being, that deity that Scully goes to when he needs to have guidance. He goes to the bringer of light. Oh, man, that, that's very fitting. I love it because, well, let's see who our, let's first
0: hear the voice of, of, of the bringer of light. Scully, I've been expecting you. Oh, just very close, very cryptic. Only quick three words. I've been expecting you. T- it's a scully. I've been expecting you. Oh, well, you didn't get that, Vic. Huh? Uh, yep. Did not come up soon enough? <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I, looking like he's all offended. Like, no, it's not my fault. That's I'm the producer. So, hell, let's see who it is, who the choices are of the bringer of light. Is it A, Alice Cooper, B, Ozzy Osbourne, or see the great <laughs> Anthony Hopkins. All right, Penny Hooper. That was pretty easy. That one was, yeah, even with those three words. But there you go. The answer is Alice. Cooper.
1: Going back to Coop real quick, Ryan. Like, yep. Who was Coop. the one who, when I said the Coop, I was talking to Kyla, and I was like, it would be really cool if I get Coop to maybe do like a voiceover because i I think I think I want to add dialogue to it. And Kyle's like, all right, let me find out. So I say to Coop one night, I go, dude, I go, before he went to the movie, he's like, dude, you, you want to add dialogue to, to the movie thing? And he's like, that'd be a great idea. Come up to my, meet me at my room after the movie. I'll meet. So I went up there with Kyla and as soon as he put it down, I went, oh my God, that's how all of a sudden all the dialogue came with all these guys. And all of a I went, oh my God, I got, I got to get Johnny. I got to get Joe. I want to ask Nick. Hey, to- hey, 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 hey! You're ruining. Who's that oh, voice? Sorry. You're ruining. Who's that voice? Okay, Come on, sorry. we
0: made a whole big section out of it. No, but okay, that's but- cool to know that that actually, Alice, and he is he kind is. of like that big What's brother that we go to to ask advice for all the time. I mean, and What's that's
1: the he's the bringer of light.
0: You he know, really
1: is. no, he really is, man. He's can't thank that guy enough.
0: Yep, I love it. So let's move on. Uh, the sorcerer. And this is the, and actually Alice came up with this name of this character, the sorcerer. He was the source of all of Scully's, the reason why Scully's coming back to earth, right? Yes. Okay. So the sorcerer, let's hear his voice and see who this could be. Scully, you will never find me, for I am the frequency you seek. You will never find me, but I'm the frequency you seek. What are our choices, Vic, on this one for the Who Is That voice? Is it uh, actor Adrian Brody? Uh, Dude, Robert De Niro? You got him to do it? Or is it our friend Johnny Depp? And I think this one's an easy one. Adrian? No, it's not Adrian. It's it's Depp. It's Johnny, folks. It's Johnny Depp. He is the sorcerer. And um, yeah, that was a fun story, how you finally ended up getting him to do the voice it caused you you getting his voice over like managed you to have no voice for, for that tour. i
1: think that because he's such a busy guy and right now everyone is like there's a lot of people around him stuff like that And for him to take the time and do that dude i i i looked at him I, I i kissed him i was like dude i was like thank you so much and he loved it he was like i couldn't get him to stop as soon as i got i'm doing it he was like he was in character and i, I dude that seriously it was like the. i was like it was like 6 30 in the morning i've been up to three i was like and i'm sitting going, and he's like doing his thing and then he's rewriting everything and i was looking i'm like oh dude this is amazing dude and i can't honestly i can't thank everyone enough dude it's like it really is it's incredible well we
0: got just two we got two more of who's those boys then we got some shout outs of the other characters that are involved and of course if you uh listening on the podcast want to uh delve deeper into each of the characters you can go to crossbonescully.com but the next character that we have to listen to the voice is the crooked crow so is the crooked crow what's his role or her role in this uh crossbone scully saga
1: the crooked crow is the all seeing eye the crooked crow is the one who's always watching out in all the universes and multiverses where if he sees something wrong what's going on he alerts scully and then scully says "Ah, they are worth saving i'll go save them." there's always a little bit of humor with this and alice said they all got to be a little bit kind of crazy all the characters so mm.
0: now is, is crooked crow a good
1: guy, or a good guy, guy? he's scully's uh, eyes
0: he's scully's eyes so let's listen to the crooked crow and f- try and figure out whose voice this could be let's go i am the watcher of things scully one more time play it please from the top I am the watcher of things, Scully. Okay, now I've got two times to listen to it. I love it. You know what? It sounds like a bass player to me. That's what I'm going to say. It's, it definitely sounds like a, that's usually the way bass... Oh, look at our choices. We have three bass players. <laughs> to uh, is it... Is, is the voice of the Crooked Crow Nikki Six? Is it Gene Simmons? Or is it our very own Chuck Garrick? Who would it be, folks? Let's Let's let the people decide. Oh, someone's saying sicky nicks. I don't know who that is. Another person saying sicky nicks. Uh, you know what? Wait a second. All these people have been backstage talking to you, Tommy, before. They must know, or they've already checked out your uh Instagram but it is Nikki Six. There you go. And check it out. Do you by any chance have Nikki Six's headband on today?
1: Yes. Uh <laughs> let me tell you I can't tack him enough either, man. It's like I called him Nikki. I got this crazy idea, dude, I'll send some stuff to you. And he was like right away responsive. And he's like, I'll do anything you need brother. And when you have guys like that, you know what I mean? Like he's six, another guy, one of my heroes, you know what I mean? And, uh, absolutely. It's, it's amazing when you have like these guys that they do this, you know, out of the goodness, you know, and it really is, it's like, I, 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 I don't take none of that stuff for granted, man. And, anyway so do another do another one because right. there's a couple right. that could throw people off
0: all right this might be the this might be the last one we have and i don't know if there's any more voiceovers for it but this is the uh well for those of you that know alice cooper man this is not going to be that one hard that hard of a uh, a one to do but let's let's hear the uh, voice of Madame guillotine and let's see what she has to say Riddle me this, my bringer of light. What can fly without wings? <laughs> oh, that laugh! I know that laugh so well. What oh, can fly without? What can fly without wings? Is there is there actually an answer to that riddle? A watch. A watch can fly without wings.
1: Time
0: time time flies without wings oh hold on there cheryl lisa we don't even know the choices yet you know who put that up who put that who 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 be producing this podcast all right hold on there's our choices boom oh, Did yep. you, is that voice of the Madame guillotine is it oh god what's her name emily ratachowski i didn't even write it down because i couldn't even type when you showed me that picture uh is it emily ratachowski is it uh i think it's ratachowski uh cheryl cooper or is it nita strauss and i think uh you already gave away the answer vic there you go it's our very own 1,000, 10,000% Cheryl Cooper. So she got involved as well. You got everybody in the family involved. I really appreciate that. That's amazing that you uh, have, have gotten. And there's some other, you know, even closer circle characters that are in the uh, in the story of Crossbone Scully. Yep. Uh, there's have- two characters, one, the kid, and the yep. other is Piper. Yep. And uh, Tommy, I think you have a very close relationship with those two characters. Is that true?
1: Uh, yeah, so the whole idea, um, the other characters that uh is uh the Alpha Watchman, uh, yeah, it's a lovely yeah, but
0: hold on, that's the kid. Yeah. Go back to that photo right there, so that's, the that's that's Finn, and he's basically Scully's protege. Well, I know that true. there's another story behind that, the love story, some... paper, and Scully, right?
1: Yeah, so what happened, like Alice said to me, he's like, Scully's gotta, you know, he's gotta have a ship that's like MacGyver together, and it's just gotta be like the. Looks like a piece of junk, but it's the most advanced ship. And then he's like, and Scully likes to party, you know, and do all this stuff. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. So then I was like, so then I came up with the thing where I was like, all right, Scully likes to party. He likes to go get laid, drink, and hang out with people. And I was like, okay, cool. So then Scully comes to planet Earth, and he shapeshifts into, like, a guy, you know, and he sees this chick, but the chick's been planted there, Piper, by these deities and gods who say you need to reproduce with this guy because we need to find the chosen one. So what happens is Scully, you know, he's drunk. He's hanging a good time. He likes to bang humans. So he <laughs> reproduces with this human named Piper, but he feels that there's something really, there's a connection. So he gives him this lock and key, you know what I mean? The lock and key are part of the story. And he says, if you ever are in dire need, put the lock, insert the lock at the key inside the lock. And uh, so what happens is she, the sorcerer has been spreading this frequency to all of these weak people. You know what I mean? So, and she is getting affected by this frequency and she's dying. So the key goes in the lock and what happens is Scully comes back to save Piper.
0: But isn't there only one person that the key or the, the, the frequency doesn't affect? Oh, see that's a mystery, and you'll have to yeah. figure out who that is.
1: Yeah, I'll leave uh, the rest there. But, yeah, but there's, um,
0: there's a there's a lot to the story, and have, you've told me be- before. But then you have a couple other characters. Alpha Watchman, he came up a little bit late, you know, or is I'll that tell
1: you what, what happened with the Alpha Watchman? See, Riley's doing all the com- uh, the animation still right now because he's doing all this new stuff. So with the Alpha Watchman, it's being played by Kane Roberts. So. <laughs> and because, I gotta tell you man Kane said something to me that really stuck me on the road you know because we'd be up at night and we'd be talking a lot and he said to me he's like Tommy listen he's like you gotta look at it this way bro he goes everything you've been working for the past 12 years have led you up to this moment and he's talking to me I said like, well dude I need a voice of this dog and he looks at me and goes what do you want I go can you be the voice of the dog and he goes, yes. Yeah. So I take my phone out. We're on the bus driving and I go, can you say a couple things? So Kane starts saying a couple things, and I like, I go, dude. I go, you do this. He goes, yeah, voiceovers. I went, so you're into doing. It. So Kane was like, yeah, I'm in. So I was like, okay, cool. And then I needed a couple other voices. So then the last voice was, I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, going, I really need an English voice. Let me call Mark Wilkinson and see if he'd be into doing a voice.
0: Coming back but, full circle, the guy who designed the original Crossbone Scully logo, which is the album cover, which is the yes. album, the single cover right there, Evil World Machine, which is released today. You see how it comes
1: full circle? I'd like to yeah. So, I What's his
0: character? Mark,
1: the sorcerer has a, a, a an apprentice called Bloodwing. Sir Bloodwing. His name is Sir Bloodwing. So I was like, we should get an English dude. So I called Mark. I was like, "Hey, would you?" And Mark was like, "Tommy, I'd love to do it." So, and then he did it, and then it, it all just—it really—it was like a universal. I, I got to tell you, man. Sometimes you're sitting here and you're depressed, and you're like, "Oh my god, I feel like a loser today again." And then it—you just, just can't help it sometimes. But then all of a sudden these things come in, and you just go, "Oh my god, I just can't believe that the universe just gave that to me." I mean, I don't sound like weird and stuff, but I was like. Like these things that they pop up well, all of a sudden I'm like, going, Oh my God, that, that's, that's, that work. This would be cool. That'd be, you know, and it's really it's weird. It be, to be. I think if you ask
0: for something and you do put the work towards that goal, whatever you ask for, yeah. I honestly think the world's going to meet you halfway. And I'm so happy to see that it's met you even more than halfway because a lot of people are, have Taken their time, their yeah, effort, no, <laughs> and and helped out with this crossbone Scully. As all the people that have been, you know, diehards yeah. this entire episode. I've been looking at the numbers, folks. You've been great the entire episode. You've been hanging in there. Thank you so much for uh, being part of in the trenches today. You know what? I'm telling you, boy, th- we gotta have to have a an, another sort of um you have to a- another talk about this uh, perhaps when the next single comes out or maybe the next time that we're out on the road together, or doing something together, we can do it live. Um, but of course, you know, like I said, the podcast, this should give you a little bit of a background about the whole crossbone Scully uh, saga, the story. And of course, if you want to find out more and support crossbone Scully, you go to any one of these, uh, yes. any one of these uh sites on your social media platform of choice. It's Facebook, Instagram, like I said, even TikTok. You can find the uh, single right now on Spotify, on the YouTube channel. Uh, you can find most things at at Crossbone Scully or just go to crossbonescully.com and you can check out that sneak peek. And of course if you want to check out Crossbone Scully live and you happen to find yourself uh on November 26th in San Francisco, go check out Uh, Crossbone Scully at the Fan Expo. I heard you're giving away a guitar. Wait a second. I haven't even gotten to that point point yet, folks. But um, uh, the thing is, are you giving away a guitar at this Fan
1: Expo? Yes, we are. Mm -hmm. Okay. And
0: which guitar is that? Is it autographed? autographed?
1: Yeah, autographed guitar by the Bringer of Light, Madame Guillotine, and myself, and uh, Scully's on the back. He signed it too with his face and everything. I love it. I love it. And and (laughs) It's it's pretty exciting. I mean, I hope, you know, like, I hope we get there and there's like people there. You know what I mean? Because I've never been to one of these. I don't know what's going to happen, dude. I have no idea what's happening. I've never been in this world. Um, But it's kind of cool. We're doing a movie there. We're going to release the animated movie that day. We're going to play it. We're going to talk about it. And um, we're going to be there every day.
0: But if you want to see a sneak clip, clip a sneak peek yes. of the animated video, you can go right on to Crossbone Scully uh, right after this uh, podcast is done. And of course, yes. um, like I said, there's a couple things we need to talk about. Uh, oh man, I, I, because we ran long on the story, but I think it was important to tell the backstory of it. Um, I'll come back all my, uh, I do have to mention the fan of the week this week because we did have a uh, um a sort of competition. If you could get five of your friends to come out and uh, like and subscribe to uh, the YouTube channel, the Ryan Roxy official YouTube channel, and the Crossbone Scully YouTube channel, you would be in the running. We came up with a fan of the week right now. She's been very, very supportive. It's Am Vampire Rock. Um, let's run at the fan of the week. Uh- Week's fan of the week, Susan Kruowski. Share she go. There she is. And you can see there with the storm chaser right there. And Vic got a picture of himself in there. Oh, I love it. Look at that. There she That's is. Susan. <laughs> I think Federica put that together for him, but I love it. Um, Susan, you are a fan of the week, but you know what? Everybody else, uh, you are welcome. To become the next fan of the week, all you have to do is get five people to subscribe to uh, Tommy and Crossbone Scully's uh, YouTube channel. Uh, Subscribe uh, to the Ryan Roxy official, uh, Crossbone, uh, Ryan Roxy official YouTube channel. And of course, both of our Instagrams, but I think you guys already do. Um, Like I say, I have a bunch more questions, but I think we'll leave it for another time because the most important thing for people to get out of this is that um, they can see... Crossbone Scully in a bunch of ways. They can see you on the uh, all the streaming platforms. They can see you at this uh, fan expo coming up. And they can also see you in a movie called The Retaliators. And uh, Vic put that up a little while ago. Tell us about that and how that came about, that movie and what song is in it.
1: Uh, that was from the label, actually. That came from Better Noise. Uh, and uh, they did an edit and put Evil World Machine in there. And it was really cool because they didn't say who it was. They didn't promote it. They didn't do anything. And the thing on Spotify, they were really shocked because it was going up 100% up every week. I don't know the numbers game, but they were really impressed with that. They were like, wow, this is really good for not doing like, because we, we didn't say a name. We didn't have a logo. We didn't do any okay. credit. Yeah, just put just it, put in it, in. On it. Yeah, but, but you know what?
0: If you go and listen to it, like I said. I wanted to play a bit of the video. My producer said we couldn't do it. And you know, I, you know me, I always want to yeah. give the fans as much as I can, yeah. but sometimes the producer has to really a back in from yeah. legal issues. And we want this to be seen to as many people as possible. So that I, I urge you guys to go out and check evil world machine out because it is out today. Uh, Tommy Hendrickson. I thank you for letting uh crossbone Scully embody you for this uh, past episode. <laughs> (laughs) And um, is like, I, you know, usually I would ask uh, you if you have any um, sort of life advice and parting word advice that's been uh, handed off to you. But I think I should probably ask Scully, being that he's more of a, you know, intergalactical world traveler, if Crossbone Scully has sort of a creed or any sort of good advice for all of us uh, humanoids. Destroy the
1: evil world machine.
0: The evil world machine. Money is the root of all. Right? it? Was, it was, it was what's the line on the song?
1: Uh, money. Uh, I forgot. Uh, money, what <laughs> the fuck yeah. like for? Money, chain a simple mind. Money, such a crime. It's just about com. Dude, it's like the whole song's about like. It's not only about money. It's just about like everything. There's a lot of things wrong, man. You know with the world really? and it's like. You know the whole thing about Scully is bringing the divided together and, and and united you know and everyone could agree to disagree it's okay you know what i mean that's the whole thing if you're left you're right it doesn't matter let's just do what's right that's the whole idea what is right you know and 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 caring about people and feelings and 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 not being so caught up in your own fucking world you know what i mean it's like this whole thing like scully welcomes everyone everyone is welcome in scully's world
0: there's that's how we end it. Everybody's welcome in Scully's world. Everybody's welcome in the end of trenches world. We thank you guys for joining us today, Tommy. Thank, thank you. you very much. Thank, thank you, you to everyone in the production spot uh, on the production end of it, Vic and, and Federica. Thank you as thank always. You, and of course, thanks to all the RGA for uh, promoting this episode and getting it out there. Uh, Let's keep on going again. One last time, if you haven't hit that like or subscribe button, do it right now. So it helps us with the algorithm and folks, guess what? Next week uh, we don't have an actual show. We might be doing something special because it is Thanksgiving. I want everyone to enjoy themselves on Thanksgiving. Tommy's going to be flying to this, to San Francisco to, for the uh, fan expo so that crossbone Scully could do his first live appearance and give away a guitar. Um, There it is. The, Evil world machine shall be defeated by uh, Crossbone Scully, Tommy Hendrickson, and of course, all of us in the trenches. Until next time, folks, I'm Ryan Roxy. Enjoy the ride. In the trenches
1: was Ryan Roxy.